Thank you guys for tuning in on this second episode of the Vegan Skater Podcast, where we talk everything about skateboarding, culture, trends, viral moments, who's in your pants, who's not in your pants. So stay tuned. So this episode, we will be talking about Santa Cruz skateboards located in Santa Cruz, California. Quick little history on Santa Cruz skateboards. They were established in 1973 by then the owners Richard Novak, Doug Hahn, and Jay uh, Sherman, who founded NHS Inc., which is their like deluxe warehouse. Now, Santa Cruz Skateboards has long been revered as the one of the original skateboard companies that has not only survived over the years but contributed to the innovation and modernization. They turned 40 years in 2013, which means uh, in three years, in 2023, they will be 50 years celebrating their 50th anniversary. So the reason why I am dedicating this episode to Santa Cruz Skateboards is because I am currently skating one of their VX decks. And it is the Afterglow uh, deck that they have on their website if you go to nhsfunfactory.com slash Santa Cruz. Um, I am skating the 8 inch by 31.6 Afterglow hand VX deck. Now, this deck retails for $74.95, but keep in mind this is not your typical skateboard deck. Uh, this deck is um, what it says on their website. The best skateboard you will ever ride, aka the VX deck by Santa Cruz Skateboard, has landed and is ready to rip session after session. This is true. Each VX deck is constructed with five plies of hard rock North American maple and reinforced by two layers of the Santa Cruz Quad X technology material on either side. So that means top and bottom get the Quad Tech. Quad X technology and the five layers of wood are in between. Now the Flash Hand VX deck series come in a wider range. I am skating the 8 inch wide deck, but you can get it in 8.25 or 8.5. A um, little too big for me beyond 8 inches. Um, other than that, the length is 31.6. Uh, the wheelbase is 14.2 inches. The nose is 6.6 inches long. The tail is 6.5. And the concave, quote unquote, is medium. So now I purchased this through my local skate shop here in Davis, the Vault Board Shop, uh, located in downtown uh, Davis, California. Uh, thank you, Jake. Shout out to you, man. So I went with the VX deck for a couple of reasons. I mean, I've been skating for over 15 years and, you know, wood decks just lose that pop feel, that stiff, that crispiness that people talk about. And so going with the VX deck uh, made it way simpler. Um, it doesn't lose the stiffness feel. It stays stiff. The pop is there. 
uh, the concave is medium but it's really good uh, slides great it's light it's strong it's durable um, this is by far one of the better if not best skateboard deck I have ever been able to get my hands on besides the Liptex back in the early 2000s and FYI best grip tape for the Santa Cruz deck is mob grip so get your mob grip for those Santa Cruz decks my friends and just a reminder guys support your local skate shops um, they are the ones that are you know there for you when you need them uh, they are the ones that really do care about uh, the skateboarding community so you know if you have a local skate shop in your town or in your city definitely uh, support them definitely buy stuff from them um, at all times. Also, the other reason why I decided to get a Santa Cruz deck is because I am a fan of Tom Asta and Mario McCoy um, as well as Fabiana Delfina who is one of the only girls on the team now she won the Vans showdown first place last year and also turned pro at the same time last year. Um, if you don't know who she is, definitely look her up. Uh, her Instagram is Fabiana underscore Delfino. Uh, really good skater. I mean, she is you know one of the one of the new younger girls that is pushing the limits of skateboarding. Um, as well as I like the writers. Jeremy Nibs is on Santa Cruz. Henry Gartland, uh, Jake Wooten, uh, Blake, Blake Allure, um, also Eric Dressen, who is one of the writers, and I think he has been writing for Santa Cruz it, the longest of all of them. Uh, he's definitely, he's one of the older guys there. And Tom uh, Rem Remillard, a.k.a. Twist the Wrist. Um, you know, Santa Cruz skateboards holds a spot in my heart because they were one of the ones that had their um one of their graphics in the early 2000s said skateboarding is not a crime and i more or less identified with that uh once i started picking up the skateboard because uh, once i started skating and i was skating on the curbs and grinding curbs and skating gaps and skating manual pads um you would definitely get kicked out for just doing what you love to do and just because you know it wasn't soccer and there was no soccer field didn't mean that you know skateboarding is a crime even though that's how people looked at it they they would always tell you hey you're defacing property or you don't belong here you know take it somewhere else but when you think about it skateboarding embodies the world i mean i'm walking down the street and i look at a ledge i'm thinking ten thousand ways on how to grind it or slide it and somebody that doesn't skate will walk next to that ledge and think nothing of it you know skaters look at stairs and imagine tricks going down you know it is uh it's an imagination that not a lot of people you know are privileged to have or to endure because uh, skateboarding is you know not for the faint of heart definitely you got to pay to play what also drew me to this santa cruz 
decks has always been the graphics um, over the years they've changed but recently they've gotten more colorful and more uh, modern and so um, you know that has a lot to do with the uh, senior graphic artist uh, by the name or by the Instagram pitch grim he is their illustrator and graphic designer um, he just he's, he's awesome he designs most of the graphics on the decks and if you like the graphics then that is that is the man doing the work so if you're listening to this podcast on this episode um, you know definitely give Santa Cruz a look um, they have a lot of different options as far as skateboards and clothing um, they have old school type decks that are also VX uh, they also have a Japanese line which I'm really digging um, the graphics on their clothing are all in Japanese and they call it the Japanese dot um, pretty much says Santa Cruz in Japanese which I'm a huge fan of the Japanese culture I mean cars the food um, you know the the way people live in Japan um, I'm definitely down for the the Japan culture now if you are on their website um, they have these decks that they call them they call them the Everslick like the VX the VX are different than the Everslicks now the Everslicks get this type of graphic material and it actually makes them stronger but it also makes them slide uh, way better so you don't have to worry about waxing the ledge or the rail as much um, it's it's supposed to just kind of be that on the graphic deck and if you see the Santa Cruz decks and they're tagged as an ever slick deck that is the deck that you pretty much don't have to wax um, they also collaborated with SpongeBob SquarePants, which I I digged. I digged the graphics and the colors on the decks. But more than that, I definitely was glued to the screen uh, with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles collaboration um, in their EverSlick uh, lineup. I mean, I'm a huge Ninja Turtles fan. I mean the number one reason why I skated and picked up a skateboard was because of the Ninja Turtles. Uh, Mikey, you know, had a board with him. And to me, I was just like, well, if the Ninja Turtles are skating and they're ninjas, well, man, that means that's what I got to do to be a ninja. (laughs) So I picked up the skateboard. And I will always attribute my skateboarding to the Ninja Turtles and the late 80s um, era, you know, with uh, Back to the Future, Marty McFly on the skateboard, going back to the future, time traveling with a skateboard, you know. I definitely, definitely was born to be a skater <laughs> once I saw the skateboard. I mean, I, I could, I just, I was glued. I was glued instantly. And then, you know, growing up and seeing how it evolved in the late 90s to early 2000s when I started skateboarding um, definitely made it more impactful in my life. I mean, you know, it's definitely a community because, you know, a lot of people don't think about it. But when you learn to skate, you learn to skate with your friends or you learn to skate by yourself and then you make friends 
because you find other people that have skateboards in your neighborhood or you're skateboarding down the street and you see somebody skating and you know you think nothing of it and it you know maybe that guy lives around you and you know you guys already connect on that level because of the skateboard so to me the skateboard is part of who i am but it's also part of this world so i have a deep connection with with the skateboard in this world um oh and just a reminder for everybody listening um sls has that contest going on um stay inside so it is hashtag skate inside the challenge um is you know anything on the cardboard on the carpet skateboarding goes um upload your video content before april 20th of next month uh the judging criteria will be 90 percent creativity 10 percent difficulty uh the cool thing about this is it's being sponsored by mob grip santa cruz skateboards independent trucks and bronson's speed co so give them a follow um upload your videos um may the best inside skater carpet board master shredder win um the winner will win twenty five hundred dollars so it's two thousand five hundred for you and then you get to donate two thousand five hundred to a shop of your choice uh which i think that's pretty damn cool so everybody you got until april 20th upload a video on instagram uh use the hashtag skate inside um at sls and good luck to you guys now another reason why i like santa cruz skateboards is they have a special like old school deck model um that you can customize yourself so pretty much what it is is a blank deck with a graphic on it and it is a diy uh graphic so the graphics there you just have to color it in and i think that is like one of the dopest things a board company could ever do is pretty much they make the board and you can purchase it and then you can paint the graphic in whatever colors you want which means that your skateboard will not match this somebody else's skateboard that happens to be that same graphic now the colors you choose your colors but you are making your skateboard different and it's going to stand out among others Um, and i think that's pretty cool that they make a skateboard like that that you can color in the graphic and have it so custom that it's unique to you and you alone um so for those artists out there if you want to put a skateboard up on your wall and have it be totally custom i would suggest getting the colorway santa cruz decks and uh giving that a shot i mean yeah awesome so also uh selba has steve alba the skateboarder um legend he also has a colorway deck uh with like a panther on it um that is pretty gnarly the details on that 
is going to make a really, really cool deck to color. Um, Steve Alba is a legend in the skateboarding community. Skates for independent trucks, Spitfire wheels, Vans, skate shoes. Um, he is he is a legend among legends. If you know his name, you know who he is. He is a bull rider to die for. And I would say that back in the day, um, late 80s, early 80s, late 70s, when people were, you know, skating with just a tail and no nose, uh, the Santa Cruz decks were probably some of the ones around where people were skating in bowls and not so much in the streets and doing flip tricks. And now it's kind of changed where Santa Cruz skateboards has become a street type of deck now where it's still skated in the bowls, but it has evolved into the street scene, which grabbed my attention when I was younger. I mean, seeing the Santa Cruz logo and then living in San Jose and knowing that Santa Cruz is like 40 minutes away right near the beach classic spot I mean the boardwalk I mean when I was younger I used to just drive from San Jose to Santa Cruz in my Mustang um, and my friends we would just take drives out there every Friday night we'd go there party come back be back go back in the morning go skate at skate park go hang out by the beach i mean it was santa cruz like the legendary santa cruz i just love santa cruz um so also too uh tom asta's pro deck um is a power ply now santa cruz is saying that they um they come with a taper tip and is a greater size for a technical street skater or a ripper who prefers a slimmer shape. What makes the power ply skateboards better is the power ply is constructed with two layers of reinforced materials in the nose and tail, which will dramatically reduce impact chips and damages from fences, walls, and kickouts uh, downstairs. Um, and so that is another innovation that Santa Cruz Skateboards has um, brought to the table to skateboarding. Um, Tom Asta's deck is an 8 inch width by 31.7. And that is going to be the wheelbase uh, with a 14.3. And the concave is pretty medium. Uh, nose and tail are almost the same length, but the reinforced nose and tail means that it won't chip. It won't chip as easy, um, should last you longer, and it is going to be stronger. So again, they're lighter, they're stronger, they're more durable. Now, they cost a little bit more. The power plays don't cost as much as the VX decks. The VX decks are 75 and uh, Tom Asta's power play is uh, on their website at $61.95. Um, also too, if you get it from NHS Fun Factory, which is Santa Cruz's website, um, they do free shipping on orders over 75. And, and any order um, is just a regular $5 shipping fee. On a side note, if you're ever find yourself in Santa Cruz, uh, check out the Saturn Cafe downtown Santa Cruz. Uh, it's a vegan cafe and 
I just have to say their food there is amazing. Everything is made in-house and it just tastes like food from out of this world. Now you may or may not know, uh, Santa Cruz also has now a second Instagram account, which is Santa Cruz WMNS, as in women's um, account, and they are featuring Delfina on their page and all the models that model their Santa Cruz clothing line there for pretty much for the girls. Um, so give them a look, like, and follow. So if you ever find yourself in Santa Cruz, definitely check out the boardwalk. Uh, be careful walking on the beach. Sometimes you'll find glass bottles broken there because people, you know, will just go there and drink all night and break break the drinks they drink. So just watch out. Uh, preferably go in the day. Nighttime is more for the locals, so just FYI on that. Um, the boardwalk used to have a skate park across from it, and that one got torn down. Um, they moved that to the cement version that is like down the street. And so, if you remember the old wooden ramps, they are no longer there. It's it's been at least five seven years since they took down those wooden ramps and built the cement skate park down the street um, definitely if you skate and you're in Santa Cruz check out their skate parks um, it may be you know a little bit flooded with kids there because I mean you got the gremlins and the Santa Cruz you know locals just shredding that skate park on the daily like, like little 11 year olds doing backside smiths down a four stair rail or up the four stair rail you know um, they got a big drop there. They got a couple bowls so if you skate transition and, or if you skate, you know, bowls in general. Um, they do have like a full full pipe there and a, and, and a decent decent ground. Like the, the, the park ground there is, is it's really good. One of the most common skate parks is the Mike Fox Skate Park. That one's the one with the full pipe in it. There's another one called... Surgeon Derby Park and that one I have not been to that one looks a little bit more of like a run That you can do and then there's the Scotts Valley Skate Park, which I've been to that one and that one is pretty damn cool um, Capitola is close to Santa Cruz So there would be a skate park in Capitola, but that's like 20 minutes away from Santa Cruz other than that um, handful of skate parks in Santa Cruz uh, the Depot Park as well is in Santa Cruz. So if you find yourself in Santa Cruz and you skate, man, um, just look up skate parks. And I would suggest the Mike Fox Skate Park, which is close to the boardwalk. Um, or the Depot Park, which looks pretty close to Santa, uh, Santa Cruz. So besides skateboarding in Santa Cruz, I mean, the scenery is just beautiful there. The, the ocean views, um, the trees, the mountains, the breeze, the cold, the fog, the mist. I mean, Santa Cruz is, is the place, man. I mean, you can find cannabis growers out there. 
Uh, you find a lot of artists, a lot of, you know, celebrities live out in the Capitola Monterey area. Um, not so much Santa Cruz, but it's pretty close. Uh, so it's definitely a place where it has a lot of history. So here's some info. Uh, the Ken Worm, Wormhout Skate Park is located on 225 San Lorenzo Boulevard at Riverside Avenue. Um, skate park rules is they open at 9 in the morning and they close at sunset. All skaters must be wearing helmets, elbow pads, knee pads, skateboards, um, inline skates. This is the more common skate park that everybody tends to be at or go to. So um, usually it's busy around, you know, 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon up until about 5, 6. Uh, I definitely would say hit that spot up in the morning. Um, that way you're kind of in and out of, you know, all the locals that show up there um, from time to time. Uh, definitely. So here's the history lesson for that uh, Ken Warmhout skate park. Uh, before his passing in 1997, Ken was the world's premier skate park architect and continued to be well recognized as the pioneer of skate park planning. His approach with his son, Zach Warmhout, follows to this day. He, it is, he's involved in local skaters in designing their own park with the architect providing a realistic sense of options and helping the skaters to select and arrange the features which meet their needs. Ken would provide the skaters with the molding clay and have them work together to design their own ideal parks. Ken Warmhout designed and oversaw the construction of the park that I'm mentioning in Santa Cruz near the boardwalk, what is generally considered to be the first skate park in the world at the Derby Park in Santa Cruz. After completing the Derby Park, Ken initially on his own and later his son Zach Warmhout went on to design and construct over 80 municipal skate parks and provide skate park facilities, planning and designing consulting for over 460 skate parks in the municipal around the world. Ken and the firm he created with Zach Wormhall have won numerous awards for excellence from skate park associations, USA, the California and Nevada Parks and Recreation Societies, the American Public Association, and other professional civic organizations. Uh, Kent was a skate pioneer who earned a place in the skate history and made invaluable contributions to the local community. So they named the skate park after him. Uh, the park features is a 15,000 15, square foot uh, full pipe, two bowls with pool coping and tile, practice bowls and street course with steps, hub, ledges, wall rides, and metal rails. So they have a little four there. They have a rail. They have like this big box on a slant so you can kind of hit it at an angle and kind of have like a ramp to manual pad or you can just skate the ledge on the side um they do have a big hubba there and a lot of a, a couple drops a couple drops there um it was in 1996 that the city had been striving to fulfill the recreational need for a permanent skate park derby park constructed over 25 years ago did not meet the demand for the con contemporary skate park and temporary fun spot park was intended as an intern solution in 2003 the city council 
designated Mike Fox Park as the preferred skate park site, and in 2004 gave the spark gave the skate park final approval. In 2006, the park's recreational department issued a notice inviting proposals for constructions skate parks project at Mike Fox Park. So it'll come up under the Mike Fox Park skate park. That is the same as the Ken Wormhout skate park. And actually, I remember this because I remember the wooden one near the boardwalk. And then I remember them saying they were going to tear it down and build a cement one not too far away. And it's literally like five, ten minutes away from the boardwalk. So, um, yeah, I remember that. And again, I mean, this is this is why I love skateboarding. I mean, same thing happened in San Jose. I remember when they were. Uh, when the city council was, you know, asking skaters in San Jose to come and participate in, you know, building new skate parks or building skate parks in general in San Jose because there was never skate parks in San Jose up until about 2004 or five when they started building them one by one by one and eventually ended up with, with about five in San Jose. Uh, the red park that we call on, that's on the east side. Um, there's a skate park in the south side. There's one downtown off of Santa Clara and 26. Um, and then there is also Stonegate that is kind of hidden behind an elementary. Um, so it, it was it's skateboarding is part of the community because it takes a community to keep skateboarding going. So you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of hard work, especially when people look at skaters and, you know, kind of say, oh, well, they don't really deserve it or need it. But if you don't build it for us or let us build it the way we want to build it, then you're kind of wasting your time and money, even though you're doing it for the community. You know, I mean, I've seen it time and time again. Some some towns are, you know, will not some towns will not have a lot of input on skate parks and they'll just raffle a design off and you'll have this crappy park that, you know, could have been put together a little bit better if it had more feedback from people that actually skate or that like to skate or they care about skateboarding. Um, so, you know, it always it always is a community based thing with skateboarding you know it does take a village to raise a child you know that saying so it does take a village to keep a skateboarder you know skating and I always think that so I just wanted to say thank you everybody for tuning in and uh, we will catch you in the next episode